Hello and welcome to Wrestle Opinionated. This is our weekly show all about the shows of AEW. We are your hosts. I am Morg. This is... Five hours of sleep, Matt Strange. And this is... Um, Eleven hours of sleep, Muir? You lucky luck. So, so I'd just like to say, Strange, I too am on about four to five hours of sleep. Oh, it was great. Oh, awesome. Oh, I just you. slept in. I just kept going, oh, I could just have another two hours and just slept a bit longer. After lockdown's over, cold. Strange, yeah. After lockdown's over, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> reliving Mate, reliving our counts. He, so he won't go out of his house. <laughs> he can't get me. I'm staying. We, reliving our council let... childhoods. Once, uh, a few years back, I left my house at 1.30am to chase a uh, 22 stone man with a cake round an estate with a cheese grater. Don't underestimate my spice. <laughs> he had the cake, I, I had the I cheese live. grater. <laughs> this point. just sounds like a chefing story. <laughs> <laughs> We're not ready for the tales of chefing stories and awful things I've done there. <laughs> I don't think we can ever do that on, a, on this podcast. No, um, no. So look out for Morgan Strange's podcast about why you should never work in a kitchen with us. Yes, <laughs> it's not just working in a kitchen with you; it's just working in a kitchen general. Don't do you it. You know, I'm exceptionally awful. If uh, You're I was re- awful as a human being, let alone in a kitchen. <laughs> I'm good. At, I'm good at pranks, and I like annoying people. Freezing people's pack. whites is the absolute best thing. Hi, welcome to my chefing podcast. <laughs> so, um, have you guys, you guys, been up to anything exciting this week? We've got a theme park and a cannibal simulator. Uh, <laughs> Finished. We need more time. It's got a hang gliding pool. It's got zip lines. I'm working on the log sled. Um, got a nice church if you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> No, we've been we've been fucking about and in, in the eternal world of what do you do in lockdown lockdown? You play seven pound indie steam games. New indie expansion. shit for life. New expansion for oxygen not included came out this week, so I've been enjoying that. I've been playing some Total War because they updated more Skaven things and I like Skaven. <laughs> And I, I haven't. Have I, I haven't been playing Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven because my computer can't run it. Oh, and you're angry about Johnny Silverhands. <laughs> Ish. We're not getting into that. <laughs> we might lose listeners. Um, yeah, anyway, this might be the first time you've listened to our podcast. Um, as so, you would need to know that we have a tier list, which is how we review our shows, how we give our scores for BTE, Dark, and... Um, the matches and the overall ranking for Dynamite. Mr. Strange, would you like to explain our tier list to the listeners? I will do. It's a simple one this week, a little less funk on it due to the five hours sleep malarkey. Uh, right. Uh, you may have seen this uh, tier list used on YouTube videos, uh, Japanese computer games. Uh, I particularly noticed it in the original Resident Evil on the uh, PlayStation. Uh, it works up through grades. I'll go through them now. D is our lowest ranking match. A D match has nothing you really care about. It's a squash. It's a filler. It's two people doing some mediocre shit. It's a transitional story match. You don't care about it. C is a good match. This is what we expect to be the average match to be. It's got enough story. It's got enough heart. It's got good wrestling in the ring. Sure, your eyes might not be on it 100%, but whose eyes are on anything 100% these days? Could tilt a little bit in either way, but, you know, enough aspects of everything should be there that you are entertained, but your mind not blown. 
Moving up there from uh, we've got a B. B rank match takes one of those little factors to exceptional or both of them to just great. Your eyes are on. You care about the match. The story is relevant. Wrestling is good. You don't get caught up on botches. B rank match above the average. Good to very good. A is probably what we expect to be the match of the night. Often it could be the match of the month. An A rank match has everything. The wrestling is great. The story is there and great. Obviously, it can tell a bit, but you want both of these. Can't have an A rank match without good story. Um, and yeah, that's what we want. We just want a good, solid match that you tell your friends about. Great stuff all the way through. S rank match, Sugoi, the Japanese. Super, special, brilliant, the best match you get. The ones we talk about, the ones you send fucking gifts off to your friends. It's got story, it's got heart, it's got spots that blow your mind. It's remembered for ages, and that's our top rank. D shitty, B good. Sorry, but what did they go from D to B? C no more. C's gone. Christ, boys. Christ. D shitty, C solid, B very good, A amazing, S the top of the tree. There's our tier list. Excellent. Um, Fuck me, I don't know the alphabet anymore. It, it's the sleep. Hard. Just blame it on the lack of sleep. I don't blame you. The alphabet's hard. <laughs> um, so it doesn't matter what order the alphabet's in. <laughs> so moving on. Um, news. So uh, first, the bad news. Uh, looks like Penta is injured. Um, suffered an injury later. during training. Yeah, we'll, uh, more on that later, or uh, we'll be covering that later. Um, I just hope he gets well soon. Yeah, simple, and it's not yeah, serious. I love him. He's one of my favourites. Uh, it's weird to see him injured in training, of all things, with some of the shit we've seen Penta do, to be honest. Let's do so uh, much bollocks. I put my back out standing up once. And yeah, considering no. <laughs> the amount of stuff I pick up and throw around at work and the weights of them, yeah. it's it that yeah, it, daft as it sounds. That's well, when you injure yourself. Yeah. Mrs. injured herself doing nothing yesterday, so yeah. it happens. Yeah. Human body is extremely tough, yet extremely weak. Ooh. <laughs> Muir, our very own <laughs> profound. I've never oh. been profound. Shut <laughs> up. Um, in other news, so uh, we weren't sure where to put this. So we've decided we'll put it in the news. An AEW wrestler appeared on a different show this week. Um, oh, my God. It, um, Kenny Omega appearing on Impact. Um, I was going to go with Danny Limelight on NJPW. Strong, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> um, so I watched Impact. I watched the Kenny Omega sections of Impact. I um, also watched the Kenny Omega bits of Impact. Yeah, I um, yeah, I watched the whole thing. It was all right. How was it? It was, it was all right. right. <laughs> My favourite rank. It was, it was slightly it was a, below a D. It, 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 <laughs> to be fair. Um, Rosemary and Ty of Valkyrie was was my match of the night, oh, but I think that's just because I maybe. may have just fallen in love with Rosemary. She is so cool. There's a reason Impact is referred to as Simpact, mate. It's uh, the women's division is great, and there's a little something for everybody there, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, that, oh no, this is just purely because it's like I really like that gimmick. She does the horror character almost as good as somebody else does the horror character, if not as good yeah, to be is... fair, and if not better. But you, I'm biased towards my girl, who we'll talk about later. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I suggested the two of them together last week, if you recall, because Rosemary does the whole teleporting ghost shit, and she's very popular. Yeah. Uh, We can only gain from Impact Women's Division. Yes. Only gain Gain from that, yeah. Um, So, yeah, um, I... So there was two segments. Uh, there was obviously the Kenny segment. There was another one which was an advert for AEW slapped right in the middle. <laughs> I thought the heel oh, advert was brilliant. I thought Tony Khan for someone who doesn't and he doesn't push himself forward too much, considering as long, I think, as, he doesn't, as, long as he doesn't Vince Russo it and start coming out every week. Yep. I'm happy to see him. I've, this was, you know, I thought this was exactly the way to do it, and I thought he was a great heel. Oh, oh, he was just really good. That's fine. He, he like threatened to buy. <laughs> he threatened to buy Impact and all this bollocks on it. I talk about like how they that. had the greatest tag team. Uh, I, I definitely recommend go and look this up. You can watch the whole of Impact on YouTube, and I definitely recommend watching this. Just for this was just some great heel work. I really enjoyed it. Uh, as long as he gets a match in hockey pads, I'm happy. Fuck off! He does look a bit like Vince Russo, doesn't he? Look, you can shit on Russo all you want. We all hate this story decisions, but that man made dimes. They rained from the sky around him. To be fair, they made dimes after they went through Vince McMahon as a filter. As long as he had someone controlling him, he's probably one of the best guys for trash TV. He's like Toriyama. Yes, mate. He is the Toriyama of wrestling. As long as he has someone controlling him, he is big. He is big, yeah. Yes. So, you know, Morg, Toriyama is the guy who writes Dragon Ball, who is writes yeah. very good series when he has a fucking director who stands there and goes, no, Akira, no. But when he's left to his own devices, it's just bollocks. And he just <laughs> sails through the air. Dragon Ball is just the wrestling of anime. Um, so what did you guys think of the Kenny promo? I, I'm going to be the uh, the grumpy one here. Um Whereas it was solid, and I appreciated the explaining of the history of Callis and Omega, I think if I was a like an, a, a long-standing Impact LOL TNA fan, I'd have been a bit pissed off. Um, I don't know, it just seemed like a weirdly long section about not their company, and it didn't really lead into any story with Impact other than, ha, I'm here and I may be able to beat your champion. I mean, this is just me. If I was an Impact fan, it would have annoyed me. As a Kenny AEW fan, fine. If I was a Universal Wrestling fan, fine. But a lot of people do have their promotions. It would be like Nick Aldis having a seven-minute promo on AEW about how good he is, but not actually challenging anyone. That's kind of how I felt. Or like Roman Reigns just turning up on AEW going, yeah, look at me. You know? I, w- I went with Aldis because obviously WWE is its own mega yeah, yeah. entity of doom. Yeah. So, to counterpoint that, and I've been thinking about this since yesterday because I know Ruth had a thing about this. So, yes, to the general mainstream or mainstream people, to the WWE fans, if we, and I don't mean that disrespectfully because there are a lot of WWE fans who watch everything. They are, they are wrestling, (laughs) that they are wrestling fans. The WWE only watch WWE. So, if you watch Impact. And you don't, and you probably know who Kenny is. Secondly, Kenny is the number one guy in the second biggest Western uh, wrestling company. So this guy turning up is huge. They are going to know who he is if you watch Impact. 
He is the second biggest rest. Sorry, he is the main guy in the second biggest company, and he has just turned up on Impact. That draws eyes to Impact. I wouldn't normally watch Impact, and I watched it, and I've now I'm now considering keeping an eye on it because it's on YouTube, and I'm probably going to watch the women's division. So they've at least well, dragged me in wild. to get. They've dragged me in. And, and, I'm and with you. I appreciate we do this. Also. It's Kenny One Omega. Way, yes. Fucking. If Roman Reigns turned up on AEW, it would break the internet. It I'd would be break the. Off, it, would, it would break, and you'd be pissed off because they'd bring him in as a heel. If and I want Kenny to do was it, being a dickhead heel. If I would be pissed off because he wouldn't be tied in. <laughs> yeah, go on, go on, Muir. I would have it as almost like an NWA champion champion coming to that particular like area, you know, that territory mm. back in the day. So it'd be like, oh, look, Mega's come here to cause issues to this, you know, promotion because he's the NWA champion. And then I mean, their champion has to fight him off sort of thing, you know, classical. Realistically, to, uh, to wax slightly aside, Tony Khan really should just buy the NWA off Billy Coogan because the NWA yes, is what you used to have to be part of to be part of the territory's wrestling. Yes. All wrestling promotions were part of the NWA. Vince just sort of fucking killed that. And now yeah. the NWA is... Yeah. Um, if he bought that, it actually would add a credence to this kind of thing. Like I am 100%. all up for the, yeah. I am all up for the expanded universe of wrestling and letting wrestlers have their gimmicks across Impact, AEW, Ring of Honor, and so JP. Yeah. Hopefully, I, I would fucking and love AAA. that. Yeah, and AAA, AAA, of course. Sorry. Um, that just yeah. I th- I think it needed more of a tie-in to make it relevant to hardcore to to impact fans. I don't even need to say hardcore impact fans. There's been impact fans since it was TNA. People have stuck through it. A lot of people really love it for the women's division. I just think it needed more of a tie-in than he was raised by our ring and uh, by our color commentator. That's just me. I'm jaded yeah. story man. Um, <laughs> with our knowledge of how good Tony Khan and AEW are now at long-term storytelling. And we've got to give them credit for this. Um, Mm. I think it's also the first step. I want to see what happens next week. And I need to actually keep an eye on Impact next week. So, again, it's done its job in that I feel like I've got to watch Impact because I want to see what happens next. The thing is, if it was WWE, I know we shouldn't always compare it to them. I'd laugh at it and go, this isn't going to go fucking anywhere, you know. But seeing as it's actually people that care about the wrestling industry, I would like to give them the time to see where it goes. Oh, yeah, I'm going to give it a chance. Yeah. Like, look look how much I hated Dark Order at the start and how much I love them now. We fucking hated Hangman. Hangman. Uh, Who's our fucking Hangman hated him. Who's you your favourite babyface, boys? Hangman. Hangman. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Silver. <laughs> Silver. <laughs> MJF. Yes. That is insulting to your favourite MJF. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> a man who works that hard to be that good a heel. Right. So, yeah, that's our thoughts on Kenny on Impact. Um, moving on, Mr. Strange. Social media of the week. Anyone be doing anything interesting and offensive? Uh, I've got two things to mention, realistically. Bit of a quiet week on the old uh, uh, social media malarkey. But I've got a couple of things to cover up. Uh, Shanna is back, so she's well worth a follow. Uh, she's at Shanna... Literally her name, then N-J-double-I. So Shananji. Uh, I recommend uh, being a fan of her, supporting her, maybe telling her she needs a cool Dragon Ball Z shirt design or something. 
Um, no reason. No reason at all. Um, and a little bit of disappointment on the side. Uh, Kenny's big announcement came out. I got a run of emails going on about, you know, that site we signed on for with the countdown. God, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's because he's selling pre-workout powder. Oh. It's Kenny Creatine, basically. <laughs> Um, and I'm like a workout Jimmy man. I mean, I've been lazy in Corona year because all enthusiasm has been sucked out of the world. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I kind of expected the site with the countdown and the cool things and the colours and Kenny's the clean now to be more than you can buy my energy drink, if I'm honest. But support Shanna and uh, tell her she's great. Maybe she should play Phasmophobia. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Maybe more on that in the future. Um, so, moving on from that, it's that time of the week where we review the shows of AEW. We kick off as ever each week with BTE or Being the Elite. Mr. Muir, this is your ball. Uh, okay, right. So, starts off with BTE. You got this week's. I do have this week's. I checked <laughs> twice before Just I opened my page for no reason. Um, so it starts off with Uno starting a game of Uno. <laughs> oh, the uh, it was the fucking belt. It was for the belt. Yeah, yeah, it was for the primary contender for the belt. Uh, Uno had a really cool Justin like uh, Jushin, sorry, Jushin like uh, uh, Metallica T-shirt on, which I really liked. Um, <laughs> fucking Chuck shouting, I don't want Dustin, I don't want Chuck to win. <laughs> laugh. Eddie just there watching made me laugh. Uh, the captain yeah. did great in it. I really enjoyed the captain. Eddie, uh, really enjoyed the captain. Eddie, Eddie damaged his character for me there because he was looking so, he was enjoying that too much. We saw too much of the real. Wait yeah. you ever meet him. He's yeah. so lovely. Yeah, we, we saw the real guy. Like, no, no, keep Ed, keep him doing promos. We can get away with that. Don't, no, don't show him being happy, man, and being nice. Not oh, I love <laughs> I love how much the best friends love the captain. It brings me great joy. You better have saluted when you said his name. Of course I did. <laughs> the Captain Sean Dean. So, yeah. And then we went on to the smart comments of <laughs> when Nick is in the bin. When, uh, <laughs> the is just going about all his fucking smart comments when he's just in this bed made me laugh whereas but, I say Matt, Matt is the better book like because I think yeah. he's, his wrestling style appeals to me more um, I find he's better on like real world uh, on kayfabe promos and we share a name uh, Nick is so good at just fucking dull satire. He's just wonderful. Yeah, he's. Re I wonder if he's behind a lot of the. Whereas obviously they're both into it. I wonder if he's the one more behind their parody satire, taking the piss Wouldn't out. Surprise whether me. that's very much his thing because he is very good at it. I wish that he had a pushes merch freak. I miss. It's gonna merch happen. Freak. They've teased it too much. <laughs> Uh, then we had a boring segment, as far as I'm concerned, about Alex Marvez in the Dark Order. Uh, it, yeah. yeah, it wasn't great. I didn't like that bit. Yeah. Then we move on to the best part of the night, which is obviously the Dark Order hangman bit, where, oh. <laughs> where the fucking Dark Order are laying traps of whiskey down <laughs> to learn fucking hangman in. Oh, the Dark Orgy. <laughs> Hangman put up a tweet after Kurt said, I'm not joining the Dark Orgy, so that, that made me laugh. <laughs> right. 
What are you, a nerd? Well, do you do coke? Was one of my favourite lines of this that Ten just came out with. Uh, I also found it quite endearing where the drinks were being handed out in it, and then Ten instantly went to go pass his first drink to his missus, and they went, oh no, I'm in character, then passed it to Stu. I thought that that was quite adorable. Um... Jude just chatting Jack Daniels from the bottle. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> then we moved on to uh, Kaz and Brandon, where Ka- uh, Brandon was wearing Kaz's shirt. Oh, my, fa- my favourite part of this was Kaz getting angry at him for using a promo code so he didn't get the full money for the shirt. Do <laughs> 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 yeah, I love Kaz. I honestly think he's like some representation of my spirit that was born before me and is elsewhere <laughs> in the world. <laughs> He likes weird punk music. He likes drinking, and he's angry all the time. I'm on board. Ooh, he's a shard punk, of you. Weird punk music. See, I thought he's a, he's a massive metalhead. Rock punk. Basically, oh, everything oh, oh, right. Yeah. He's a DJ as well. He wrote their theme tune, which is why he's the only one who knows the words. <laughs> <laughs> then we had a Marco and Matt Hardy bit, which was just about their trousers being older than Marco. Whatever. Like new arrogant Matt. Yeah, it's, it's, it, this was more about the Matt Hardy character. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't mind this. I, it, it, it's not going to rate a B, but it was certainly a C section. Oh, <laughs> that was not intentional. Uh, then we had five doing body shots of ten with Anna's face in the background. Where Tried she not just to laugh. Cracked. Yeah. As the party continues. The men are doing body shots off my incredibly buff boyfriend. Uh, on her podcast, not on her podcast, on her AEW restricted with her, she's always like, it's so hard. It's so hard to do those bits and sit there and try and be angry in the background. Um, yes, I can imagine. Yeah, that's nice um, to know, though, that she's got the sense of humour that it's, you know. Yeah. I think, uh, we, I think we did notice, in fact, we did, we noticed her corpse this week. Yeah, she did definitely corpse. And and they they, they corpsed they corpsed Hangman as well, didn't they? (laughs) Then we moved on to the battle of the podcast between Fuego and Brandon. Not I enjoy I I actually enjoyed this. This Fuego's grown so much on me. He's he's the best luchador from Alabama. Yes, mate. (laughs) Most dangerous tornado DDT. Yeah. It's going to hit it at some point. If he hits the Tornado DDT, it's over. I just want them to kick out on one, whoever he hits it on. Just oh, instantly. Lance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we moved on to Matt Hardy with Private Party. There was basically just fucking negging both of them. Yeah, I'm guessing we're getting a split apart so we yeah. can go with Sammy at some point. Well, he's That's ter- my assumption. Yeah. They can both turn into like shitty mid, well, you know, not quite tweeners. He's leaning more heel, but is still on a goodest side. And Sammy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sammy's having a lot of story uh, possibility at the moment. Then we had the Young Bucks and Kenny bit, which is, well, they didn't see the Kenny, but they were just, you know, waiting for him to come out. Dory. Uh, yep. Then we had the <laughs> Hangman finally arrives following the trail of drink to the Dark Order's party. <laughs> 
John Silver crying about him being so good at wrestling properly Just... broke me. You Adam! <laughs> he's so good at wrestling can i just say tony you know we know you listen please let hangman join the dark order it's just gonna be so amazing please (laughs) fucking who knows me knows (laughs) i like the fact that dick was continued from where his face paint normally goes as well (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i want you (laughs) yeah properly made me laugh that is that that is I've been in drunken situations like that, so I, I also <laughs> loved Uno doing the shitty, sweaty Simpsons hand joke that he did, which is from the Homer and Mindy episode where he writes out what he wants to say on his hand, they can't read it because he's sweating too much. That made me piss. Simpson Sage, Nick Muir here. <laughs> uh, then it was Hamman. I want you so bad. Will you join my dark orgy? that was the moment i think that hangman corpsed if i remember correctly he he couldn't hold on how could you Uh, (laughs) we know how good an actor hangman is it's credit to the dark order Uh, this was a great episode of bta it had some slow bits but the main through fair story of hangman and the dark order trail of whiskey had me at the start yeah Yeah. and, and it just got better God, I, I hope he joins them. <laughs> Go on then. It's a must watch for me. What are we giving it score wise? It's got to be a B because there was a lot of there was a lot of dry stuff in there, but the, the highlights are fucking A's. <laughs> and, and to be fair, I don't know because I also I I'm edging towards an A. I thought this was really good, and I really liked that Ooh. end bit. I liked that cut off when we went to that serious bit. Well, what's happened with Kenny? Kenny's turned heel, man. <laughs> Yeah, it was just, it was like, so this had everything for me. For a while, I mean, yeah, right, I'll give it an A. We've laughed all of our way through this. (laughs) I've I've struggled to say some of this because of how much it made me laugh. You've got a valid point. Like, very rarely do we talk through a BTE and, like, just go, yeah, there was this boring bit, but then this happened, you know. Exactly. We gave it one boring bit and the one bit we gave that we, you know, that I said I thought was about a C. I think that's, you know, this was really good and very funny. Yeah, so that's our review of BTE. That's what we thought of BTE Watcher. this week. Yeah, watch watch Being the Elite this week. It's well worth it. And you've got some good storyline bits that lead into other things. Moving on. Matt Strange speeds through dark. At Matt Strange speeds <laughs> through dark. Two hours and ten minutes or something like that this week. Two hours, like, 17. Uh, this was proper the abyss stared back, boys. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, oh, by the way, this is a new thing I'm going to be saying every now and then. Uh, it was suggested to me uh, by the missus during an episode of Dark, as uh, during the main <laughs> episode, which we'll get to, where she just went, it's like staring into the void and the void stares back. And I was like, that's the best description for things that I can't be bothered to rant about anymore. You know, <laughs> the women's division and certain people will come to later. Yeah, this this actually opened with Excalibur saying, welcome to another gargantuan episode of AEW Dark. And I just kind of went, oh, God, <laughs> please, no. Properly sets me off like Pavlov's fucking dog when I hear him say that. It just destroys any momentum I have. So, but here we go, boys. You know the rules. Stop me if you have anything to say. <laughs> this go, is going to be quick. Go. <laughs> we open with Baron Bauer Black against Sonny Kiss. Uh, it was pretty solid, to be fair. Sonny's worked on a few of the cooler moves and transmissions encounters, which was pretty good otherwise, but I didn't care. Completely pointless match. Um... <laughs> 
From there, we roll into probably the third best match of the night. Age versus Danny Limelight. Danny Limelight is really fucking good. Uh, he had some really cool counters. Him and uh, Cage put on some fucking blessed counter indie bits because obviously Team Taz has to put over their opponent. And that's They're just too one. good. They're just too good at putting other people over. I love Team Taz. Uh, yeah, this was a lovely cruiserweight versus bruiserweight match with just some cool combos. Bit short for my liking. Hopefully we see more of Danny, especially now I know he's been in NJP dub. Uh, so that's in third. I don't give it a hard recommend, though. Uh, then Gracia versus Nyla Rose. There was a match. Then Vicky Guerrero said some things oh, in the ring. <laughs> Here's the first bit we have to actually sort of talk about. Yep. The Britt Baker bit. Oh, God, this killed me. This killed but me, boys. The Reba laugh has to stop. It I has to yeah. gimmick. I like yeah, Reba a lot. Well, Rebel. She, she's Rebel. good. She's a good wrestler. Uh, she likes to play herself with sort of a uh, sultriness at times in her yeah. gimmick, but the laugh just has to go. It has to uh, Then just There was a couple of good jokes with Dustin, like him being 80 or whatever. Um, I'm but Dustin is, her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, but Dustin did say my legacy is intact and somebody doesn't remember the plane ride from hell, does he? Or, uh, or Seven or <laughs> more on that later. Uh, oh, and then Marco sang what I assume was an Ed Sheeran oh, song. Oh, God, this killed me, boys. No, yeah, I, no uh, I skipped this. I, you know, Marco can sing. This is the he one can. thing. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, the only problem is I hate the kind of music he sings. <laughs> yeah, I see, I don't care. So I, I'm not going to say I enjoyed it, but Marco can sing. And I watched it because he's got a good voice. And it was enough to keep me watching the the segment. But it, um, it's not something necessarily. Um, I quite like the idea of her having a talent show bit, though. Yeah, I will yeah. admit, I quite like the. Uh, and here's something that one of the guys can do that you don't expect. Can we have some yeah, silly no. ones next time, please? That, yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, from there, we rolled into Solo versus Ten, which was all right. Uh, Ten's ripcord back uh, to the back of the head slap needs to go, though. That's not. A good I thing wish that he him. kept the spin in his spine buster. I don't like a spine buster that doesn't have a slight turn in it. I think Hobbs is doing that. I guess, yeah, he is, isn't he? So he's got to stop it, yeah. Good point, well made. The blessed indie matchup next, uh, Avalon versus Valley. Uh, Commentary (laughs) fucking putting Avalon over is so great. They're talking about him being sculpted and gorgeous. I love it. I love this gimmick so much. It makes me happy. Yeah, this was just fucking solid Indian. It wasn't as good as last week's solid Indian. uh, Indian? Indian? Um, but I, I'm loving the new Peter Avalon, and uh, I think whereas it's nice to see him and Cutler rising up and getting wins, I find Avalon more entertaining. And whatever Peter's uh, pretty Peter's pageant provocation is going to be, I, I can't, can't wait. wait. I hope he loses it to Ricky Starks. Though. I hope he just loses the first match of it because <laughs> that'd be Wouldn't hilarious. Surprise me. Uh, then we had the six-man tag. Uh, the guns arriving in the uh, Taz taxi. Uh, <laughs> Not as good as that last week's Taz joke. Not going to lie. Yeah, it's, it's pretty solid. Wasn't yeah. the, well, it was a fine match. I quite like Billy telling the kids don't play around too much mid-match. Yeah. And Ryzen and Austin are really good together. Like They're really good at fighting each other. I'd like to see more of that. Ryzen's great, though. There we rolled into our first uh, women's match. Danny Jordan versus Velvet. Um, Danny knows she's a cake. She made a joke about it. I was so happy. 
Uh, this could have actually done with uh, longer. It was pretty good, to be fair. And the final strikes dodging sequence between the two of them was yeah. actually really good. Like, give these two more time and put them together more. I- I'm starting to like Daddy Jordan. She's got a gimmick. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which I like. Six, she's I like, say, isn't she like 16 or something? She's, she's, like, so, she's not Joshi. You know, I like her a lot young. more now I know the burn book is, is a thing from like Mean Girls and not a Nazi reference. Yes. I originally <laughs> <thought>. <laughs> yes. Why does she want to burn books? Oh, it's a... Oh, oh, oh good. Uh, All right, four, four, five, one reference. <laughs> Just coming right, up burning boys. books. I'm going to need a moment for this because this is my longest set of notes on uh, okay. on, on the show. It's Falco and uh, Mike Magnum versus Jurassic Express. A double Marco day. <laughs> the best days. Literally, I have to build up to this. I've written mini rant halfway down my notes because I started losing my shit. I hate Strong Marco and Strong Marco just fucking deteriorates the value of the team. And the problem is... It's not just that it's strong Marco, because he used to be this, like, scruffy underdog with a bit of a mouth. But now he's just arrogant. Seriously, he's like Noodle Man John Cena. Luchasaurus means nothing, because it doesn't matter if he can batter a person, if fucking Marco can do whatever he wants to them. I've stopped caring. That Falco dude actually looked dimes. It took me a second to, like, get into him. But it's just... Jurassic Express have been really good otherwise. I have been complimenting Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy together. I've been saying they've shown diversity. How can this little insufferable cunt who just wins face? He taunts them, he gets in their faces, he acts like they're nothing, he beats them, and I just hated everything about this match. I loathed it. It just... And I like a scruffy underdog character. You give me a fucking indestructible male or a Spike Dudley or, you know, somebody who just... It's because he just wins, mate. He's just John Cena, like you said. He's just tiny John Cena. Uh, I could tell I was angry. I slipped the C word in that mid-rant and normally I avoid that on here. Um, It even says twat on my notes. I just... He either needs to go off and be a heel with some people where he can be a bell end, or he needs to go back to being a bit cute, dumb, and funny. Because all we've seen him do is borderline sexually assault women, perv on women, uh, beat people, and be a twat. I don't know about you, but that isn't four traits I see in a face very often. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, no, with you. Um, Sorry. Um, (laughs) no rant of the week this week get it in midway London versus uh, Fuego Uh, fine if that you could tell they're a bit unfamiliar with each other I don't think that was Fuego or Brandon's best match it was alright it's alright it's alright it was alright it was alright then we move into more versus Ivelisse I'm glad Evie cares now. The match wasn't great, but I'm glad Evie cares. I'm glad we're seeing a bit more of Skylar more because she's a bigger lass who could do a few more power moves. Otherwise, short and not great. Um, sadly, there's going to be a run of this now. Uh, Swole versus Snow. I, I just don't think these two were too smooth or great together. I don't think they're very familiar with each other. And I'm 
I'm a really big fan of Lindsay Snow on Look Alone. She appeals to everything I was in the early 2000s. <laughs> Raptor saw her and said she reminded Raptor of somebody. Is it the dreadlocks and things? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's tattoos, dreadlocks, a bit of a rocky, punky look. I, I know my niche. <laughs> the man who's been growing a mohawk all year. Um, bit of a weird end where Swole seemed to be being an asshole to Snow when was she went into the face. I don't know if, if uh, maybe Snow would injure, hurt or something during the match, but it was a weird end for me. And that yeah, I, me I, I thought that. I was a bit confused. Yeah, just a bit strange. Uh, otherwise, match was meh. Uh, th- then we had... Oh, my, oh no. Uh, June? I don't want to... I don't want to <laughs> mispronounce it. A Chinese man's name, Tune and VSK versus TH2. Yeah, it was to get TH2's numbers up before the match. But Fisher Price, not Fisher Price, and Diamante. Uh, I put this down. Uh, I, I actually quite enjoyed this, but I quite I quite like Diamante. It's like tiny little Latina juggernaut. I don't know. Something about her amuses me. Yeah, she's great. She could. Otherwise, the match was actually all right. But again, yeah. it wasn't anything mind blowing, but it was a filler. Um, then we had the TH2 promo that I didn't even make notes on, so that was good. And then we moved on to Shanna versus the Jobber. She was a big lass, like you know. This is, we need some big lasses to do some big power moves. Um, I think there was a bit of ring rust in this, maybe, and a little bit of unfamiliarity with the opponents. But I'm glad Shanna's back. To be honest, you bought. You said you had comments on this one, Mark. Um, it was, I was really, Shanna looked good. Her opponent looked, she did that thing where she bent over and then she was like right in the middle of the ring and Shanna's not sort of Kylie King level. So then Shanna had to run across the ring and then run back and then do the move. And it just, and it just looked like the girl was like, I'm bending over to wait for you to do the move. Yeah, I'm not just... injured. I'm just bending over so you can do a move. Um, I think the issue is that she's just that big. And yeah. I don't think many girls, well, women are used to wrestling people that size, you know, and it's just a bit of an issue. But yeah, they need to, yeah. they all need to, um, they all need to train with um, Nyla more. Yeah. And, and also get some familiarity with each other I as think... they're rotating a lot of indie people you need to get that familiarity with the European yeah but i think with that level of size i, th- I think the girls like shanna uh, of her build speed etc um you've got to think that shanna was in stardom for a while so she ain't used to big people yeah. let's be honest here yeah boys. they need yeah, they cool. need to be going and practicing with um uh, nyla and having training with nyla i think because i think you'll just because we know nyla's really good at playing a monster heel now yeah and she's safe I don't believe she's injured anyone. She's not a Nia Jax. Not since the early days. Uh, yeah. Where she was more it, you know, inexperienced, it happens. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, I'm looking forward to more of Shanna. And uh, I'm God, I'm glad she's back. <laughs> oh, God, yes. And right, this is where I drew a line across my notes. And it says, start here. This is where you should begin watching Dark from, in my opinion. Note, this is two matches. Who? Bless uh, you, aren't they? We had fucking Cruz and Nakazawa versus the Acclaimed. And... This was the match of the night. Oh, when oh. when Nakazawa broke the commentary desk by hiding the oil in the... Yeah, just everything about it. Cruz is great. Um, 
I think I'm fucking... Cruz than Serpentico. I really do. I wish yeah. it was Cruz more. I think you're supposed to, though, in a way. Yeah, yeah. Max Castner rapping about the fact he should be wearing a mask was a really good little in-joke. Um, Taz just fucking loves Nakazawa so much. If you can uh, find anything in your life, find someone that loves you as much as Taz loves Nakazawa. You stole the words out of my mouth there. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, as I said, you weren't that convinced by them uh, last week, Morgan. I hope they're growing on you. I fucking love the acclaim. They've got that good wrestling style. Bowens is immense. He's yes, just he's really, really good. Two thousands called. They want the gimmick back. We've got a guy <laughs> playing a cowboy gimmick in 2020 in this And at least Caster can actually sort of rap. Yeah. Like, he's not great. I love it. I love them as, like, an indie, light comedy, shit-lording team. Cruz and Nakazawa were great together, and I often get sick of Nakazawa matches. Just a this wonderful, blast indie match. It was so oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Just every, everybody's on board with me with this one, then. Yeah, Wicked. It was, yeah, it was good. It was good, it. yeah. And then Colton Reynolds versus the Varsity Blondes. Uh, I really enjoyed this. Uh, Colt was back on form with a bunch of different moves. He's obviously been doing teamwork stuff with pretty much everybody in the Dark Order because him and Reynolds had some great stuff. Uh, Griff's hot tag was immense, like really on form. It looked fucking solid. Griff's, uh, Griff's got a future. That boy has one are. hell of a future. I think both of them do. Yes. Yes. Uh Colt ripcording um, to Reynolds's spin punch was actually a really cool move. I really liked that as a tag move. And it was a nice win for the boys. Uh, yeah. I, these last two matches really sort of brought me back around to enjoying wrestling again. And I think you can, uh, tell, you can tell that they were good matches because you just watched all the rest of it that you hadn't enjoyed and you ended up on a high note with them. So I think that they're probably even better than you think they are, if that makes sense. If yeah, you no, go, good point. If, if you go and just watch those matches as our recommendations, they're probably you probably we, we're probably underselling them. If you yeah, watch one them is at a the better wrestling dark. match, one is a better indie match. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, watch the last two on dark. It was great overall. Like I'd give the show a technically it's a C, but I'd give it a D, ending with some B's. So... I, I think I think it's a C. Nothing was terrible. Um, it just yeah. suffers from being at long dark, which we all... Unnecessary. Yeah. I think that once they split this into two, the developmental matches they're just making for people to get experience in front of the camera and an actual other show, I think it'll be great. I think the issue now is it's two things at once, and that's what's causing the issue. I, I had a minor revelation in a way. Um, the problem is what we are seeing is basically house show dark matches. We're still seeing dark matches. We're seeing house show dark matches, which generally have a jobber and the big star, and the big star is going to win because that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah. And it's that's why it grates on us. I think for people just watching in, dipping in and out, they're probably enjoying some great wrestling. Um, and it's giving these indie guys a paycheck. Yeah. That's the important thing during a time when they can't get a paycheck because they can't be doing the house shows because they're just not happening. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. But it's still it's a C. Yeah. yeah, it's, 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 still, it's, it's, it's still a C. Yeah. <laughs> it's still too long. Um, so uh, moving on from that, we move on to Dynamite this week. 
So that's mine. And we open up with J.R. Shivoli and Excalibur on commentary. Young Bucks did a quick backstage promo. I, is there anything you want to comment on it? It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just going to clarify now that it's all right is a new, uh, is a new ranking thing. I've, I'm just making it a ranking thing. And from what I can tell, it's sort of a, a low medium C is that it's all right. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not like an enthusiastic high C, and it's definitely not what my new phrase of the void stairs. Yeah, it, it doesn't have an L in it. That's the important thing. It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. Carry um, on. Sorry, boss. So then we had Young Bucks versus TH2. Bucks win with the BTE trigger. What do you think of the match? What score did you guys give it? I think I'm going to be the only person who was even lightly down on this, to be honest. Um, I don't know if I was just in a bad mood with not watching wrestling, because for me, this was solid, don't get me wrong, but it was just a bit too much of a hectic fucking spot fest for me. And I know that's what the boys are known for, and I know that we do love a good spot fest every now and then. So maybe it was me at the time. It was fine, but it didn't amaze me. Um, I mean, like, I still love a lot of the moves they do. Fucking Jack and Anya Helico's 450 fucking spin in the air is amazing. And Helico's been buffing up as well. He's looking really good under there. Um, I don't know. It just didn't blow my mind. I did, after Nick was telling me how great it was from his opinion stuff, rounded up to a B. But for me, it felt like a C. But I don't know if that was just me being grumpy old man who likes punching. You're a grumpy man that likes punching. But this was fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> right. First of all, I'd like to call out to State Farm, our sponsors. Go call out State Farm, because that's all they ever fucking do on commentary. Um, God, it's nice to have the boxers champs. I've got to reiterate this, because it means we get a good match every show from them, yeah, instead yeah. of having that FTR slow, boring fucking match. Um, the spot fest was great fun. This is what you need for TV shows. I think... This is what you need to get people hooked into TV. If you want to get people excited to watch wrestling, this is the sort of thing. I like that they had actually piped in the noise for the crowd. They definitely sweetened it quite a lot because there was nobody in that stand and it was nice and loud and it felt like there was actually a crowd there. Oh, their, their doomsday device was fucking great. It was nice to see a good doomsday device after seeing such a shit one last week as well. I do always pop for a doomsday device, I'll give you that. <laughs> um... I enjoyed that I really loved the more bang for your buck counter by Jack where he ran up the leg of the fucking ref and then did a hurricanrana. That was beautiful. Jack Evans is so underused for how yes, good mate. he is. Yes, he is. He should have like been... He's possibly the best indie spinny person yes. they've got. And he's, it's criminal how he hasn't been bigger in his life. It's actually criminal. He's so good. Yeah, this match was great, and I gave it an A. I enjoyed it so much. Um, oh. I really think that they shouldn't use Risky Business or the BTE trigger as their finisher. It should just be more bang for your buck. It's the best finisher they've got, and it's so good, and it's named appropriately. I, I like the BTE trigger. Would you like the bad news? What? The bad news is, sorry, Strange, I gave it an A. This match was fucking brilliant. <laughs> it started off um, a bit slow, and I was a bit concerned at the beginning, because I was like, ooh, ooh. And I went, hang on, I trust these two teams. And yes, it went from, it's a bit slow, it's a bit slow, up oh, a couple of little high spots to wow, spot fest. I loved the storytelling through the match. I honestly didn't know who was going to win, because, yeah. because TH2 were getting a title shot, and... 
I think the Bucks could have eaten a, a cheap win. And there was enough cheap moves by TH2 to keep me guessing as well. So it wasn't like a case of, well, they can't lose. They can't necessarily lose clean because I'm, I'm not a fan of your champions losing all the time on TV for other people oh, to get God, a shot. Man. But I don't mind if you do it with a cheap heel. When your, cha- when your champions are faces and the heels get a cheap win, I always forgive that because um, it, doesn't, it doesn't damage either team. Because the sneaky bastard heels don't get damaged because they're supposed to be cheating sneaky bastard heels and the champs don't, the baby faces don't because they just got caught out, but they mustn't be outsmarted. Yeah, I really enjoyed this match. Um, and then it was just... I might go back and rewatch it. Maybe I was a bit too grumpy. I don't, you never know. We all have bad days. I, 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 was, yeah. I was, yeah, I, I really enjoyed I'm this. I'm man, so... Yes. Um, moving on from that, MJF promo. Standard MJF. Yeah. It was good MJFing. We've had a lot of MJF whining on for a bit at times, and this was just some good classic MJFing. So Yeah, so just good. in case you are new to the show and you don't know, um, so there are four um wrestlers who we have what we just call it. If they're solid, it means that the promo was just a B. We don't rank it. It was and we expect a B from these guys, and it's John Moxley, Chris Jericho, MJF, and Cody. Um we just so yeah. If ever we say it's solid X, just means it yeah. was a it, it was a B. It's a standard B. Boxing, MJFing, Jericho in coding. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on from that, Darby Allen video promo. Uh, I actually like this, and I've been very critical of his Guinness adverts and stuff at times. Just shooting uh, film now. This was a Guinness advert. This yeah, is shooting yeah. film. It's Dang! Well, that I, is really my notes a lot in this. I opinion. thought that was good. I, I liked that as the payoff. It got yeah, it, no. he, and it was a Darby Allen promo. They did that bit, and it was a Darby Allen video promo that made me smile. And he doesn't normally have little bits that, are, and he still he still kept it down to the dark, spooky emo kid. Uh, he's got to make. He's got to some... do promos and shit. Now he's the champion, but coming out and just speaking to the mic and stuff just wouldn't work with him. Not with no. what he's set up. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I've, I won't say I dislike, but I do like Derby, but I've never been like the biggest one for his, you know, artsy stuff. But I think he's rolled it quite well with his new champion position. I'm down with it. Um, didn't rank it though. Mr. Muir? <laughs> yeah. The only problem I have now, though, is Talking Shopper Mania has ruined Sting for me. So anytime I see Sting, <laughs> I think <just> go, it's <laughs> We just keep sending the picture to anyone like, watching the show. Oh, this just happened. There you go. There's the picture. So, oh, fuck it, Stang. <laughs> like, nothing against these boys. This was great. I really enjoyed this. Uh, but, yeah. I think it was a high B. Yeah, I'm willing to Ooh. go with a B. I think that's, that's yeah, good. Yeah, I, I thought it was good. Yeah, I'm. I, I, I... Moving on from that. It was a night of the promos, wasn't it? Um, it was. So I've, I've, actually, I've got this written down as Cody and Sting promo. Uh, what did you guys think of this promo? Um, I have a different point of view on it, which I'll put at the end. So I'll let you guys discuss it first. I didn't like take this so much as a promo as just for the story building section. Like Arn leaving was cool. I enjoyed that. Um, I loved how much Tony loved Sting and hugging him and such like. Um, face Sting, obviously. Then that's what we're getting, and Sting seemed so happy to just be out there. Like, heel genuine... Sting is a fucking stupid idea. I'll just quickly gonna you know, throw that in. 
Yeah, yeah, fair. Um, and I enjoyed how he sort of threw, you know, he didn't like throw shade at Cody, but Cody took it as shade. You know, you could see the heel underlying, where's this going to go? That darkness we've always seen in Cody. Sting looking up at Derby, doing the thing that Sting used to do, hoping one day he can climb up there and paint the other side of his face. No, no I really enjoyed it. <laughs> paint all of his face, please. That's the BTE section we need, is Sting teaching Darby how to paint his fucking face. Oh, I, I, w- I would kill for Sting on BTE. I think that would be brilliant. That would he'd, be be so out, he'd be so out of his depth. <laughs> he'll, he'll do it. He's from the 80s. He'll, he'll do anything. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed this. I think it's got a nice basis for some story to come good. through. Uh, yeah. That's really good. Uh, the Raptor really liked it, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, the ending where Sting... Uh, the Raptor, he hasn't told us anything, but she didn't seem to care. Yeah, yeah. Cody never gets to say when he came was, to the ring. I, think, I think that was really good. Sting did not explain anything. He did not tell us why he was here, even though it was supposed to be him telling us why he was here. He told us nothing, but did it in such a great way with such a brilliant baby face opening. He um, stopped Cody saying what Cody wanted to say, and that always happens. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Cody. <laughs> oh, Sting's here. I can't wait to tell you. No, Cody. I want to talk about him. Previously on this show, I'm out in the ring to say this. Oh no, a super henchwoman. <laughs> Not allowed to talk anymore. No wonder he's turning heel. Um, I, I, I don't know. I didn't rank this. Should we rank this? It was like a really cool story building section. But I, I think, think it's I another B. I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Because it was Take so clever and didn't actually tell us anything but wasn't a case of we're going at the end of it going oh that didn't tell us anything we're at the end of it going oh that do you know what i mean there's a very much different yeah. attitude in our minds towards it i think it it, it deserves a ranking and i think it does deserve a b i think it's oh, one of those did. ones that we reserve the right to downgrade it if they don't do fucking anything with it but this I is aew say... and they will <laughs> I trust it's them. It's a, uh, a gothic wrestler talking to a gothic-themed punk character, and you are a goth and I am a punk. I will accept this B and shake your I hand think across that, the yep. internet with it. Yeah, I think that's fine. Are you it's happy with that, Mr. Muir? you guys. <laughs> doesn't matter, you're outvoted. There's two Bs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a C. Um, no, no, it was a B. It was a salty yeah. B, jokes aside. Um, so moving on from that, we had the Team Taz promo. A lot of promos. Um, the best comment I've got from this is from the missus who said it was good that Cage only said two words. Who better? Because yeah, in all honesty, that. <laughs> that's all he needs. He's too cuddly and lovely. His promo game is not strong. He's that friendly guy at the gym who offers you chance, uh, you know, offers you advice with weights and steroids. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there is a reason they have Taz because Taz is a yeah. great promo. That's why, um, and, and Taz is an even better promo now than he used to be, I think. There he is, 100%. He works best as old hard man with his people. I still can't get over the fact his son's name is Hook, though. Um, and Hook oh, yeah, looks, Hook was there. Hook looks about as threatening as uh, Rey Mysterio's son as well, so that's a bit of a shame. But give him time, he's young. Uh, yeah, yeah, otherwise solid. I didn't rank it. It was all yeah. right. So moving on. all right with the LNR in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, moving on from that, Varsity Blondes versus FDR. FDR win with the Goodnight Express. What did you think? No entrance for the Varsity Blondes. Shame. We yeah, know what I, that means. Yeah. 
really solid and smooth. Obviously, everybody in that ring can go, even the younger boys. Um, I really like Griff and Griff's double spiel. But I am very often very critical of moves that hit two people because they look too set up or they do it too much. That double spear for him was actually quite cool. But I think I think now I'm at that point where I think the Varsity Blondes deserve better than to be just treated as like a jobber team. Uh, I would it was... You agreeing? I was agreeing because it's very frustrating after you watch Dark and they're being built up so much. They have these fucking promos and everything on Dark and then suddenly they just come out here and just get fucking annihilated. Um, otherwise, technically the match was a C. Uh, there was a little bit of story from the from FTR. The wrestling was obviously solid. As much as FTR can be boring in story, their ring game is just smooth as shit. It is. Um, um, but yeah, it was a C from me. It was all right. I, I, I think I could have had a different moment in here, realistically, but I wasn't disappointed to see it. And I think FTR will be more entertaining to me now they're not the champs. Um, anything to add, Mr. Muir? Like you just said, I'm so glad that they're not the champs anymore. I like FTR. They're good enough, but they just they just add nothing. They're a good match, but they don't add any flair or any fun to wrestling for me. But I'm just a high spots loser, I guess. Um, as the old school, you know, I enjoy an old school pure um, wrestling match. But remember, I hate old school tag matches because I find them dull as ditch water. Um, I, I, I still quite like FTR. And I know that they are a team that you can put with nearly anyone and they will have a C. Um, you're, you're, and it's usually going to be a high C, to be fair. I gave it a C slash B. Um, yeah, it was good. It was a fine wrestling match in the middle of a show. What did you give it, Muir? You're the decider. Give it a C. Yeah. It, well, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, after that, Hangman backstage promo. Oh, this was beautiful. It was beautiful. I loved it. Um, How long have you guys been there? <laughs> seven seven minutes. minutes. <laughs> was it seven uh, days? I thought uh, you said seven minutes. No, seven no, days. Seven oh, days. that's even funnier. <laughs> I misheard him. Uh, the little oh, ha- angle fucking cowboy hats ruined me. The tiny little buckaroo hats fucking ruined me. It's it getting an upgrade. Like this even more. Yeah, I'm, I'm like <laughs> ranking this up now as we do. Where hangman's little smile at the end. Yeah. Um, I don't think people think that. Uh, some people suggest he was corpsing there. No. I don't think he was. I think that was an in-character smile that people were trying to be his friends. Yeah, he uh, was happy uh, that yeah. someone was being nice to him. It's just so he gave be- this. I only gave this a B, but it feels like an A in my heart. Just because hang ma- <laughs> now I now I've realised I misheard what they said because it was still still funny at seven minutes because it was such yeah. a precise number. But I did think now I've heard that it was seven days. It's it's an A. It, it's that that pushes it up. Um, it was fucking great. I can't wait till the Dark Order possible split with Face Turn. Th- so there. thoughts from the Raptor is she wants to see Hangman become the new leader of the Dark Order. Brody Lee to come back, and she wants Brody versus Hangman. And I am down with that shit. I'll be boss. That would be, be a great really cool. match. Yeah. And, uh, well, as I was suggesting many moons ago, War uh, of the Brody, Lariats. Yeah, a split between the Face Dark Order people who were you know sick of being shit on or whatever, and the actual evil characters could be would give us a new dynamic and split up some of these younger wrestlers who are now well, getting into a, I, a more mainstream position I, I think the one problem is i think you need to keep uno and great i don't want to split up uno and grayson and i think it won't you need, split up yeah and i no. think you need but you need to keep uno with the faces 
Grayson could stay with him out of loyalty. Could stay with Grayson will not leave. Um, They have been together for like twenty years. The Raptors' idea was that Brody Lee would start recording, uh, recording, (laughs) would start recruiting some of the new younger guys that we're seeing getting not getting wins on dark and form a new dark order so you could have hangman's bunch of babyface idiots yeah with, and you can imagine because hangman will do the same exasperated stuff that brody does but whereas brody does it in the angry way hangman it'll be really funny be apathetic. I've never oh. wanted a wrestler to have friends so much yes. in my life from a story. Why can't he have friends? Like, I was just, as you were talking, I was like, I've watched wrestling for many years and yes, I've right. seen many plots and many storylines, but I have never seen the plot of I just want a man to have friends. I just want him to be happy. He deserves to be happy. <laughs> so so we're all happy. Are we ready to not be happy? Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, God. <laughs> 10 versus so Dustin Rhodes with I'll Lee Johnson. <laughs> Dustin wins D. Oh, God, this was awful. Why did they do this to Paul? Ben got more moves than I expected, and he got a spot with Solo. And then one of my notes is, oh, he's already won. Because yeah. I, I, was like, I was like, oh, maybe he's going to give him a match. And then he won. Um, I think the yeah, crowd was doing yeah, I think the crowd was booing. I am like pretty sure. Uh, yeah, I gave it a D. This was bollocks. Uh, this I was... hated it. Um, the what comes afterwards is lightly amusing. Don't get me wrong, and brought it wasn't back. Wasn't worth it, it though, was it? Just the what... burying ten for no the... apparent reason. The what comes after, um, I actually liked, and yeah. I'm not. It's not going to get a rank because of the D that happened before it. Um, That's fair, and uh, I agree. Had the match before it been better, um, Dustin should have lost for the fucking bit at the end to make sense for a start. Um, I mean, at least we got a seven joke, (laughs) the third most important row. Fucking Uno (laughs) can lay the smack down. Oh, yes. Yeah, this Um, would have got a high. This this would have been a graded promo from me, but yeah, it left such a bad taste in my mouth the match before. You know how I've complained about Brandy and like attaching herself to popular things before. Yeah, feels like Dustin's doing that. It's like Dustin's got angry. Like we had that previous thing. I'm going to boot up the Dark Order because I'm still mad about that plot line between the Dark Order and Cody that ended like eight weeks ago. Um, like. The, the important thing about this one is it's a D, and unfortunately, it is a D that will count in our rankings. More on that there later, um, because I foresee something. Uh, following on from that, we had the Shaq and Brandy interview segment. Uh, imagine booking a section just so you can throw a drink on Shaquille O'Neal. I'd book that section. Yeah. Uh, I like heel Brandy. Brandy's really good on the mic. Uh, I don't ca- really massively care about celebrities in wrestling. Uh, uh, it was all right. Yeah, as yeah, I a passing through. I did apart, not care. Apart from Shaq's look at the camera, like oh shit, oh, that was he got the water that was actually it. funny. Because yeah. that was brilliant. He's like, oh shit. Raptor, oh, yeah, shit. Raptor was saying that his facial cell was beautiful. Um, the the only problem with Shaq, uh, he's got such a lovely voice. Um, in respect, it's so calming and relaxing and. I can't see him being a heel. I can only see him yeah. just being in the corner of Jade, and that's all I want from him. Yeah. Don't get him involved in the ring. Maybe have him punch one guy out or something, you know, a bit of interference, but don't have him in he, the ring. Him and Cody can square off. That'll do. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. 
Um, following on from that is the Inner Circle meeting. Um, before we say anything else about the Inner Circle meeting, before you guys give your thoughts, I just want to say one thing, because I have it in big capital letters with lots of exclamation marks. Fuck me, Ortiz is an amazing fucking promo. It was like, great. Really fucking good promo. Uh, I, I, I love him. Uh, this was actually really good. This was really good fun. Uh, you can tell Sammy's been learning from Eddie Kingston there when he went, nah, nah, nah. And I was like, partner at the TV. Uh, I love the fact they all watch the show. That That's fucking Always wicked. makes me laugh when they say we uh, watch the show. Ace Ortiz, the diplomat. Uh, strong Sammy with a face turn imminent. They gave Wardlow mic time. And yeah. he's good. God. Like, no, Strap a belt on him and fire him to the moon. Come um, on. Oh, this is not WWE. Um, also, Jake came across well on the mic as well. Yeah. Jake normally struggles a bit. Yeah, no, uh, the fact they kept staring with... at each other instantly afterwards. Uh, I gave this a B. I thought this was good fun and a good lead into uh, what things we're going to see. I enjoyed it. This was great. I loved... Uh, Ortiz telling him to be he's a bem, he's better than him and he knows it to yeah. Sammy that was great proper winding up MGF and the MGF was growing on him like a like fungus, fungus. <laughs> but he's growing on me that is a beautiful line and I want to use that in a conversation <laughs> that's how good that line is yeah perfect I really enjoyed this it's high B from me um yeah <laughs> It was good. Everybody loved this. Yeah, yeah. It, it was good. Uh, following on from that, FTR backstage promo. It's all right. That's uh, solid. Uh, I didn't mind it. There was a car reference I didn't get. Uh, <laughs> that's that's about my comment. Is this one where Tully was going up, when they were going up, uh, that Tully wasn't there and that's why they lost? Or was that last week? I can't remember. I think that was this week. Either I way, think that it was, was this right. week. Yeah. Rankless. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Eddie Kingston, Butcher and the Blade with Bunny versus Lucha Brothers and Lance. Sorry, I'm, I'm gonna, just going to refer to this properly. Lucha Brothers and Babyface Lance Archer um, with Jake. <laughs> uh, Penta, he, he played Babyface in this and did it really fucking well. Yeah. Um, but he didn't play Babyface. He was Lance They're just in the, the Babyface corner. Yeah. Just he, the yeah. They're not baby faces, but they are better than the other people they're fighting. Yeah. Uh, um, Blade pins Phoenix for the win. Uh, Penta was taken out at the beginning to cover the injury he had. I was waiting for Pac to come out the whole time. And it after them, that, it gave them great baby hate, uh, baby face heat. That did having yeah. to go two on two on three. It was perfect. Yeah. What did you guys uh, think of the match? What score did you give it? Uh, clusterfuck punchy start, which I enjoyed. This was obviously more brawly. <laughs> um, I love people being punched. It pleases me. Uh, then I had a brief pause whilst I was trying to figure out what the fuck Jake was wearing. It looked like that... he was wearing my nan's curtains. What's uh, and that? She's dead. Uh, <laughs> Ruth was trying to figure out if, she, if he was wearing a pair of shorts over a onesie. It was a little bit distracting. <laughs> but uh, uh, The Raptor but, yeah. referred to it as Jake Roberts has come out cosplaying as her granny's sofa. Did he That's have wonderful. everybody dies written on him though at this point? Yeah, probably. That. What okay. is Lance written on the day? Uh, I'd like to say Lance is just fulfilling the old Jake the Snake role of I beat people up in yes. a like ambiguous way, and I love it. Uh, and being next to the butcher really showed me how big Lance was. Yes, mate. You don't remember wondering... how big Lance is. 
Uh, I really like their limb work against Lance. Uh, it was really solid. They were yeah. proper cutting him down. It was great. Yeah, I was worried about uh, Penta because I didn't know if he was injured. But I didn't know he was injured before the match. I was like, has he been injured in it? Fucking um, Lucha Brothers. I-, I need to be signed off from being ill now. How are you going to do it? I'll oh, just throw me through a table, mate. Yeah, but aren't you injured? Nah, throw yeah. me through a table. Yeah, be Mexican, fine. Mate, Mexican <laughs> wrestling training. Yes, uh, mate. Lance doing a roll-up was phenomenal. And he did it really... I don't... Like, right. You don't normally comment on a roll-up. You know what I mean? But when yeah, like, yeah. a seven-foot dude just pulls one off on a guy half his height out of nowhere... I it was, was like, like, what? Um... <laughs> Penta's rope jump spin on Butcher and Eddie at the same time was phenomenal. Um, he did blat himself on the outside again, but you know, Phoenix in it. I think Ed, I think that was Eddie's Phoenix. Phoenix was on Penta. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little bit quicker than I thought. I thought this could have had more time to it. Uh, I really enjoyed it though. Probably um, shortened minute. because they probably had to call the match on the spot rather than what they had planned with Penta being in the match. Yeah, um, and Lance just going fucking berserk at the end was like, made it for me. Just, just when Lance went, and I was like, oh, God. He went crazy, yeah. Um, what score did you give it, guys? I didn't I didn't rank it. I'm going to wait for you boys to uh, to polish this before I put oh, my thing on. Because uh, I was going to do the same. A. I'm giving it uh, a B. Because I liked it, because this is one of the things that actually transitioned them into properly the faces of this feud because there's nothing better than having your faces being the underdogs and having to try and fight back from being, you know, one man down, even though your faces are a crazy man. That's like seven foot that just kills people. And but here we are. Mexicans. Yes. And the evil one, one of the two evil Mexicans. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to give it a B as well. I think if we'd had a bit more length, it could have been an A, the yeah. fucking Lansing at the end though. <laughs> Okay, then, yeah, it's it's a B. Because I wasn't... I've got one of those... I've not, It's not a C slash B. It's a C yeah. or, a, or a B, and I wasn't sure. I was going to see what you guys... Because a lot of the time when I listen to you guys talk about the matches, um, I really like... I know you're going to hate me using this as the reference, but I'm going to because it's the best reference I can give. I like Babyface Lance. I've been going on for ages about having a, a killer, a monster guy yeah. who's coming out of the right hand side i still think as long as he's a i as long as he keeps being a bastard you know as long as he's still an ass as long as he's still suzuki gun yeah Yeah. (laughs) thank you strange that's the word as long as he's still suzuki gun i'm happy yeah um yeah you just start i just want to see obnoxious heels getting thrown out and i want the face off with mjf you see i want mjf to cut because MJF's going to sell it so well. I want MJF yeah, to well. badmouth and then just Lance to come out because that is the best for that bullying, snot nosed little heel character. We it's know that he's actually, he's, he's actually, you know, like a massive geek and whatever, but the character and getting that yeah. moment when Lance's music hits, I will mark like fuck when it's, you know what I mean? And this big destroyer turns up and. I do like how he's got a countdown on his entrance now. Yeah. I don't know if he's and always had that, but... It's got oh. that terrible music that sounds like Bon Jovi, though. Everybody yeah. dies! Um. The other now thing, that yes, it was um, something you just said about him being like Jake. Remember that Jake's role was always the second tier babyface, and he just happened to be a dark character babyface. 
I mean, I, uh, Back I'll in the give day. you face. I'm not giving you baby face. He bit a man with a King Cobra. <laughs> no, that was that was when he had turned heel with Taker. Uh, okay. That was when he had turned heel. Um, but his, as long as Lance but, does Lance things and is evil, he can beat up all the good, all the bad yeah. guys he wants. But we also know that he's actually a really good guy in reality and very religious. So you know, oh, he's like a super cuddly Christian man who tells yeah. people to live their dreams and yeah. stuff. So he's you know, super good friends with Maki Ito, who's one of my favorite Joshi's. It's always funny because she always wears her hair like a stupid beard. It always makes me laugh. Okay. Um, so moving on from that, which we all enjoyed, uh, Red Velvet attacked by stage, big woman's brawl, possible yeah. setup for some women's story that isn't yeah, about the brandy. title, isn't a bit, it isn't about the title. About brandy, but it's about brandy, ain't it? Women's plot about brandy. We've not seen any of those. <laughs> no way. Every women's plot um, is about brandy. So moving right. on from that, yeah, yeah. It was, um, so I've I've ranked this in I've, I have ranked this as a segment, not a match, and I know we've done this before. Good call. I, yeah, because <laughs> and I think I think it. I think this is going to happen a lot with this person's matches. Uh, Abaddon versus Tasha Price. Abaddon wins. Um, so my mark is um, squash, but not yeah, unranked, the... and mainly it was actually a segment. Uh, Hikaru Shida comes down for the save with the I'm not afraid. Um, does the only thing you can do against a zombie girl and hits her in the head. Baden goes on the floor. A Baden sit-up is brilliant. That is your proper take yourself. Yeah. I, I think it I, I think it might actually be better. I don't think it's better than the original oh. Taker. I think that's too far, but you know, yeah, it's the way the this Taker is the, we've been seeing this, wrestle for the last yes. decade. This is the yes. Raptor. This is the Raptor's point. It's the way that she leaves her arms loose and everything, and she just sort of sits up. But we knew it was coming. She's the right I character love, to do. I love Sheeda's fucking. And Sheeda just sold it. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Um, so as a segment, as an Abaddon segment, for me, this was a B to A. As a match, this was a D squash. It's up to you guys to make a decision on what we're going to rank this as, or whether we're just going to leave it unranked and say it was right. a segment. Uh, when Abaddon came out, the missus was chanting, "Please don't botch." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really like that they don't do the effect on her when she comes out anymore, because I think yeah, it looks no, a bit silly like... her just crawling. But when they had the proper effect, grindhouse, yeah, horror, yeah, it looked yeah. great. I don't know why they've stopped doing that. Um. Yeah, no, and there was no entrance for Fisher Pro- Tasha nah. Price. Uh, <laughs> Stop so you know calling her Fisher Price. You shouldn't have Price as a surname and have a first name that sounds like Fisher. No, she? you got a point. But... Um, the pop when Abaddon came out was immense, though. It was great, and Abaddon strikes, which I criticised in the past, have got really good. He looked beastly. Obviously, the match was a D. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I want in... to. I, I want to throw down. It's a D squash. Because I, I I do not want this lumped with the mess that was dust in it, and this type of squ- I, this and a squash match is actually the correct. This is one of those cases where we've discussed before. You said you always hate squashes, and I don't mind them. This is one of the ones where I defend a squash. This is exactly it's the it, right it goes squash. Into a full moment. Yeah, but it's I'm also the right squash because a badden should be squashing everybody who isn't swall. And I'm using Swall is my my one because she's the big badass. She should be the one who isn't afraid. Sheeda can beat Abaddon, 
but she can beat her by being afraid all the way through the match. She, you know, that's not an issue. Because Joshi's know how to roleplay fear. Yeah, this, <laughs> right. this is this is one of those cases where I defend a squash because it's actually the correct usage of a squash. Sorry, carry on. Right. Uh, right. She'd have brought a weapon that was great. She just facial expressions were gold, but she is also an actress because she's a Joshi, and Joshi's have to be actresses, models, everything else at the same to time. To do everything at once, yeah. Uh, the Undertaker setup was fucking great, as you said. Uh, I really, and then they just fucking scampered. Uh, I love that they just fucking liked it. That was perfect. Just go. Just fucking get out of here. Um, what am I giving it? I don't know. I think I'm on the BA line as well. Possibly leaning more towards B than A I than you. I, I think B slash A. Sorry, I should have yeah. made that more. Yeah. I, yeah. I said B to A and I didn't mean to. I meant to say B slash A. That was me being distracted by my C to B above it. Uh, got you. As, as much as it was very fun, I think it's still a B. Yeah. I think if it keeps going on and keeps carrying on, I think it's going to become the best segment that they've had for women by far. I've really enjoyed it so far. And it's not been about Brandy, so it's helped a lot on that scale. And so, in a year, know. they can bring an alien back to defeat the zombie. Oh. In fact, now, yeah, now, Swall, you're fucked. I'm sorry. I don't care how being badass you are. You're going to be scared of the zombie as well because I want, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I want Statlander because she just doesn't understand the fear. She's just confused. Because yeah. she's it. an alien. Yeah, yeah, no, that is such a better story, Muir. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. The rest, of, rest, rest, of, the rest of the women's division, you're all fucked. From now on, you've got to have acting lessons off Sheeda, and I don't want any of you doing anything anything to abaddon other than winning by fluke and running away the credit mule that was my idea tony <laughs> then the check in the we know who listens <laughs> so so we're giving that one a b uh moving on from that in a circle backstage promo jericho i'm not even not even written that down. I just got Jericho written down. God, it's Jericho. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. It's, it's Jericho. <laughs> um, You're a good podcast that reviews the <laughs> <laughs> Refer you back to our comment from earlier. Um, uh, after that was the Kenny Omega promo. Um, one thing I want to say about this had I not watched Impact, this would have probably got a higher rank off me. This was yeah, a complete. This was... this was a complete rehash of the Impact promo. I'm, yeah, exactly. That. I'm guessing because they did it before it, because this would have obviously been taped at the same time as last week's episode. So I'm guessing that's when it happened. And then they were just sort of trying to predict what they were going to do on uh, Impact. Do you think this was guess. this was recorded? I think this was recorded. No, wasn't this it? is live. No, no. Was it live? AEW is live. Dynamite is live. That's how it goes head. To, that's how it head I, head to head with NXT. I always the thought they recorded shows. two at once. No, so that was at the start of lockdown. That was at the start oh, okay. of lockdown. My mistake, then they I'm have gone wrong. back to they Very have gone on. back to being okay, live. Fuck this section. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> uh, Callis is really good on the mic. Fair play to him. Um, and Kenny came out the heel door. Yep. Oh, I'm glad the... you noticed that because the Raptor noticed that. I was going to mention that. I liked uh, the welcome to the wrestling business because that made me laugh when he just says like they betrayed everybody. Uh, I love this nepotism spot. I love nepotism, like, storylines for um, heels. I think it's great. It nearly got a D from me for one reason. Why? They mentioned the fucking Montreal screw job. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Mentioning the t- Shad. It was a whichever word. Whichever one of it. Whichever one it of was it. A word. Whichever one of you it is who listens it's to the Shad. podcast. Stop yeah. trying to say it's Tony. <laughs> whichever one of you it is that listens to the podcast. Yeah. Don't use the Montreal screw job. A lot of wrestling fans really fucking hate that getting used. And especially when you use it compared to an actual work. We're sick to death of hearing about it. Those of us that are Bret Hart fans, um, or were Bret Hart fans, and are slowly slipping away because we're sick to death of hearing about the Montreal Screwjob. And never compare your worked Screwjob to something that actually really fucked over somebody and made Vince McMahon a lot of money. So yeah, nearly got a D from me. But other than that, over to you guys to... Uh, we are at least getting the evidence of the cleaner was never cool. Thank yep. you. Uh, that's good. Um, I think the only moment I can really comment on this is when uh, Kenny said no one kicks out of the one-winged angel. And I was just like, if Bushi does. Bushi does. There's like... In fact, he did it at like one. Hang- yeah. Hangman will. Hangman yeah, will. It really pisses me off, this like wrestling rewriting, because this is WWE crap. Don't rewrite it. Just say that the only person that's ever kicked out of it is the Bushi. Well, uh, Kenny, nah, nah, they Ken, can't. This will be Kenny arrogant. If a Bushi yeah. shows up, there will be the fear. When yeah, they get that NJPW and the perfect man arrives. Okay. Ascending I'll be happy. the heavens. The other problem he is... He will become a god, Strange. Listen to him. Yeah. Um, yeah, you... It's, you know, it is the most supposed to be the most protected move in wrestling. Only one man is kicked out of it. You can get away with having the selective deafness, I think. If everybody okay. and their brother had kicked out of it in New Japan, I think that would have been different. But it's it's widely recognized as the most protected move in wrestling. Nobody oh, kicks man. out of it. And it's almost that. It, it's it's almost a joke. It's almost Chuck's joke of the nobody kicks out of the Falcon Arrow. Nobody kicks out. Yes, OK, one guy did, but. Yeah. yeah, he's not it, a guy. Yeah, he's a god. Yeah, it took he the perfect it. man. <laughs> um, overall, then, what are we giving this? I didn't really rank it. Like, I, it didn't blow my mind. I, I suppose because I'd seen the impact when it went on. It, yeah, it was yeah, think, solid. But I can't. I think I can realistically give it more than a C. I, yeah, a I C. think it's a C. I love the invisible hand gimmick, though. I've got yeah, no, that. the invisible hand yeah. gimmick stuff. It's really cool gimmick. I've just already seen it once yes. in pretty much the same way. And I have a feeling this might be one of those things that back in a maybe a month or so we'll review back and go. You know what? That's probably worth a. a, a put. We, we won't remember, but you know, <laughs> it's it, that's worth a bump. We we possibly you know should have given that a B if we're discussing this whole storyline. This storyline has been really clever. It has so far, so I'm yeah. very excited for it. Um, so MJF uh, with the Inner Circle versus Orange Cassidy with the best friends, the Diamond Ring match. MJF wins after a mirror interference. What do you think of the match? What score did you give it? Um, yeah, this was pretty good. Uh, OC's suplex counter into Stunner is still one of the best things I see in a match. I think that looks fucking great when he's taken vertical and just drops down. It was a bit one-sided towards MJF, obviously, but it was all healy, so I didn't mind. And then the the best friends left, and I was like, where are they going? And they just went and got My a notes. team of... My notes was best friends gone to get a carder. <laughs> that would, I would have <laughs> fucking shit my pants. Didn't. Just destroys the entire inner circle on his own. Yeah, he's got to come out to save Chucky e. T, his best friend. At some I know. Point. <laughs> uh, but they just got a load of mid-card faces, and that was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, 
needed a bit of a pickup for a bit, but then I realised I was in the breaks and it came to the Orange Cassidy standard sequence, um, which I'm not sick of yet. You know, the start, roll outside, roll, go up the turnbuckle, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Um, what have I got here? Uh, yeah, just solid good work. Uh, I loved uh, I loved the bat double play bit thing. That was great. It was uh, beautiful. I, I didn't care for Miro coming out. Uh, oh, I know so Nick enjoyed Um like I, I, I think you'd have got a better story out of Orange Cassidy beating MJF and him taking that ring so, Orange, uh, so MJF has something to like re-fucking take or do or something. Now of and Miro has come out costing. We already know they're in a feud. We're already seeing a bunch of things about it. Uh, I didn't care for the end, but overall, I think the match was a B. We had a lot of story. We had a lot of shenanigans. We had a lot of good wrestling. I uh, just didn't care for the ending, but I said that about The Witch and um, oh, the horror film by the people who made Midsummer, and I still think they're good films. So, yeah, a B. Just the ending could have been Ready more exciting for me. Hereditary, yes. Hereditary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just laughing at Papa Hereditary now. Um, one second. Uh, yeah, the issue with this is I don't see why OC cares about this ring. That's the main problem of this for me. Why would Orange Cassidy, the most lazy man, care about this ring? I just thought it'd be funny what if he won it and just had it like on like a piece of string around his neck or in his pocket or something. That's kind of what I wanted. I think I think I think you have to remember that Orange Cassidy he does want to win championships. I think we've gone past the lazy man in that respect. It's the sard. Is it sardonic? Is that the right word? I might be using the wrong word here. Uh, Me speak English. Good. it's the laid back. I think he's now he's moved to laid back, and we know that he'll he does compete for stuff, but he's just laid back. He doesn't put effort in, and I think until he does. Like it wasn't a bad match. I really enjoyed the dubsy dub side of like proper just turned into a lumberjack match at one point. Uh, it was the best Miro has looked. I'm not going to lie, but... Oh, yeah, no, it's like the moment was great. I just don't think it was needed. No, no, it was greatly done. They're just making Miro look like a monster. I still think this would have been better being Sammy versus MJF, and that could have led to our um, inner circle meeting. I think that would have been a lot more interesting. That's more my issue is I feel like it was just hot-shotted with OC because OC's over when it would have been a lot better with someone else. Like, we can do with a week without OC on TV. As and, much as I want M. Jeff doesn't need your one of your most over baby faces to get over as a heel. Oh, no. No, no not That's at all. the thing. Um, he's, he's fairly safe. Uh, I gave it a B slash C. It nearly okay, turned into a lumberjack match, and I re- but I really liked Lady. the way that the faces, that the best friends were all pleading with Orange to um yeah getting back that, that was yeah. really and i really liked that baby faces or faces being faces and cheering for their guy because it wasn't a lumberjack match i that i just that that helped me yeah b slash c it was just a low b for me it was a b but yeah, a, a yeah. low one so is that a b then Mule? yeah mr Mule? i think it's a c i think it's Ooh. i think it's, i just don't know it just didn't click for me Oh, no, that, no, I'm conflicted. That is I'm officially two Bs. Guy. That is officially two Bs. Yeah, fair. Uh, so, oh, is it the final rankings? So it's time for the final ranking. 
But we've got a D, two C's, two B's, and like nine, uh, two A's, and like nine B's. So I guess it's a B then. Yeah, I think that's sure. fair. It was a good show. We might have some issues with very a couple packed. of moments. Yeah, it, it there was, was very so much going on. Yeah, we have ranked. A, most of the segments have got ranks, and it's quite noticeable that there were some good segments and promos because I've ranked them, and I don't normally give a rank to those. And that's forced me to rank them. So <laughs> we're getting a lot more story and build, which is nice. Uh, maybe cut out some of the unnecessary. The beginning of season three. Yeah, fair, fair cop. You don't need the big plot drop, though, do you, boys? We could have this stringed out a bit, you know? I, I think you've got to have your big... Um, you you've got to know who day. your big bad is. Strung out. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't hassle him, Strange. He's only on 11 hours sleep. <laughs> it's a hard life for me. Come on, leave me alone. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, that's our thoughts on this week's. Uh, what did you think of this week's show? Um, did you enjoy them? Uh, is there anything you'd like to ask us to do? Is there anything you'd like to ask us to book for you? Is there something you'd like us to rant about? Uh, send them to wrestleopinionated at gmail.com, wrestleop on Facebook, wrestleop1 on Twitter. There might even be um, a celebrity that you'd like to see fight in a wrestling match against another celebrity and another celebrity. This is what's known as a really bad segue into a new segment we came up with yesterday because we were really stuck for ideas, um, which we were going to call Celebrity Deathmatch. The premise, the premise of this, um, any of you remember Celebrity Deathmatch? It was one of the greatest stupid shows on television. Stone Cold Steve Austin actually did commentate on it. It was not an impersonator doing that voice. Um, Really? I didn't know It was actually Stone Cold. Stone Cold actually was on Celebrity Deathmatch. Chad. Um, Stone Cold all over though, ain't it? (laughs) We've set a selection of rules for this. So what we have decided is we have got to come up with, between us, a, rest, a celebrity each. Uh, this episode's one is they must have been in a movie. They do not necessarily need to be a movie actor. They must have been in a movie. We pick a celebrity each and we're going to write a very quick story of how we are going to get them into a match, a three-way match. Are we going to say it's for a title or is it just going to be a three-way match? Uh, I don't know. With what I've picked and my reason, this could be interesting. (laughs) uh... (laughs) I think you're going to be hard to follow. So, Mr. Muir, do you want to go first? I'll go second. And then Strange can just blow us both out of the water. Right. So mine's quite simple. Have you seen a film called My Dad's a Heel Wrestler? (laughs) (laughs) You can't have had a hatchet. (laughs) All right. Have you seen a film called The Scorpion King? We stated. Oh, yeah. That was the other rule. They cannot be a wrestler. Oh, God damn it. I've been ruined. Okay, fine then. Right. My choice is Vinnie Jones from any Guy Ritchie films. I think he'd be a fantastic wrestling character coming out just being this, you know, violent. Yeah, just being just being just being that character. You know, I think that would be a... That's like my original pick of Eric Cantona. Oh, that's a good one. He's a bit old now, though. No, I'm thinking just from that age, you know. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, classic Vinnie Jones, the brawler. Right, okay. Okay, so... I've gone for the uh, the old wrestler. Now, I know that Strange will have done a bunch of stuff. I have done what I like doing the most, and that is I have done how they're going to appear. 
okay. on, on the, in the ring. And what's going to happen is um, we're going to have lights out because I like lights out. And then then on the Titan Tron or the, the, the big screen at the back, I can't think what it's called in AW, we're going to see words scrolling up the screen a long time ago oh. in a galaxy oh, no. far, far away. And it's going to be Mark Hamill is my choice. Oh. What age? Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. (laughs) As the old veteran. Mark Hamill. And I wanted someone who I know can cut a promo. Okay. Enough. And he can be face or heel, depending on who you two picked. (laughs) Because he can either be Joker Mark Hamill, or he can be Luke Skywalker Mark Hamill. (laughs) Best Joker ever. (laughs) I will fight you. Um, So, Mr. Strange, blow us out the water. Well, obviously, uh, we've got a uh, score more, Mule. Are we going to say something? I'm so excited to hear yours because I know what it is. <laughs> obviously, we've got a lot of uh, we've got a lot of nerdy wrestlers in the old AEW. We've got some of them who love superhero films. We've got some of them who read comics. We've got one of them who plays D and D Fifth Edition. Oh. Uh, disgusting. <laughs> we've got one of them who likes computers. But what if we had somebody who could beat them all in superhero knowledge and power? What if somebody who could build a PC better than Kip Sabian? What if somebody who didn't play a fucking normie game for casuals like Brandon Cutler, but played a man's game like Warhammer came out? What if Henry Cavill... Oh, shit! (laughs) ...with his finisher, the Galmaraz, named after Stigmar's hammer... Is he coming out? Is he coming out as the god emperor of mankind or is he coming out as Sigmar? I need to know. Yes. Conan Emperor Henry Cavill. And he is here to not only flex on nerds, but to flex on promos and flex on you physically. And he's British, lad. Well, it's two baby faces and a heel, isn't it? Or I suppose mine's a tweener. So, um... Well, obviously, Mark Hamill is going to be beloved by the nerd people. What you've got here is somebody who is going to be instantly in with... Yeah, I I, with... I, I think, actually, because of the way our picks have worked out, I don't think it's going to be a three-way dance. I think we need to change the rules. I think it's Vinnie Jones dressing down Mark Hamill after he's made and Henry Cavill coming in for the save and Mark <laughs> Hamill as Henry Cavill's um, manager. Manager. Yeah, that's the best way you could do this now. Because you've got Hamill getting his ass kicked by Hamill and Jones, Cavill. and then Hamill <laughs> and Cavill come out to save the day. <laughs> Superman saves the Joker. Yes, yeah, oh, come on. Saves the Joker. He flies out. He's there. Sorry, sorry. Superman saves the Joker from the Juggernaut. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I'm not having. I said. Guy Ritchie, fucking Vinnie Jones, <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. Don't talk about X Men fucking three and what they did to Kane Marco. There isn't, there isn't an X Men three. There is only X Men one, X Men two, and then there might that's be it. a later one that no. was quite good later. No, no. <laughs> that's where it ends. <laughs> Henry Cavill, of course, standing quite tall, handsome, and he's got he's got a bit of tweener potential as well. He's he dying shapes up- though. He's fucking. He's he is a handsome man. He is uh, he is beloved for his ability to just do nerdy things. Is he uh, now, now quickly? Is he Superman Henry Cavill or is he Witcher Henry Cavill? 
either. He's Henry Cavill who did a 20-minute video on him building a PC at home and a guide <laughs> on him painting his custodes. He's Henry Cavill, the man who is nerdier than every other person out there. I don't want to play your fucking mainstream Wizards of the Coast game. I'm playing Warhammer. Where you know we turn what? Do you know what? Do you know what? <laughs> I really, really, so my first choice was actually Vin Diesel, and I really wish I'd picked him now. Ah, uh, you Diesel see. would have been crushed by a cavalry. It would have yeah. been D yeah, but it would have been D and D versus Warhammer. <laughs> it would have been. It would have been Vinnie Jones picking on the nerds, and then those two coming out as the nerds. The nerd squad. <laughs> Where are you? I just want to come up with. <laughs> so Vinnie Jones is picking on Mark Hamill in the ring, and then Henry Cavill comes out. What's his entrance then? Strange. Must to count just shouting across and then he comes out dressed as girl Franz. <laughs> no, no, uh, I think you'll find that uh that Vinnie Jones obviously has been laying a massive smackdown. Yeah. And uh Henry Camel uh, Mark Hamill has been doing very little to get him, but he's managed to get like a niggly hit in on his shoulder or something. That's all he's achieved. And he's lying broken on the floor. <laughs> um <laughs> another jobber tries to get in the way as Henry as uh, Henry Cavill starts coming out, he's uh, Henry Cavill might be watching from the side as a friend. Does he fact. have a massive claw and a, a massive flaming sword at this moment, by any chance? <laughs> no, I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Carry on. Henry Cavill's like not to you know, Henry Cavill's watching and he's fucking concerned for Mark Hamill, obviously. But uh, who's a small, lovable jobber? Uh, I would say Marco Stunt. Mark, yeah, you said lovable. Years ago, but you know. But uh, but Brandon Cutler, as much of a casual as he is, uh, <laughs> jumps into the ring, gets in the way of Vinnie Jones, who fucking headbutts him down in one shot. And fucking Henry Cavill can't take it anymore. He just runs. So there's no the good ring. left inside Vinnie Jones. There's no good to... left inside Vinnie Jones, and he has to turn on. Man, he used to respect, which is what he didn't get in through. It's not just the tale of Horus Sanguinius and the Emperor. <laughs> okay, Sorry. Um, I suppose this would actually begin the better be the beginning of our feud. Um, yes. fucking lay him down with I can't call it the Galmaras, it's gonna have to be something like, um. Exterminatus. Well, <laughs> Exterminatus. The random genocide. I, I'm sorry, you've got to bring in as many of his things as you can. So his finisher has got to be a Superman punch. No, I'm going the Warhammer bring... theme. No, but you, it uh, can I'm be so... called that, but the, the actual move has to be a Superman punch. Okay, it could be a Superman punch called the Galmaraz. There yeah. we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking levels out Vinny and obviously goes out. This means he's got a bit of a bit of dynamic behind the scenes he, he can mock brandon a little bit because you know, he's a good guy but he's gonna have that edge of being a little bit of a twatty hollywood actor to a degree because he's lovable to the people but he can build a better pc than kip he does play a real <laughs> war game <laughs> um, don't forget you've also got his witcher thing so he's his promo oh, yeah. the reason that you've got mark hamill is because his promo is just hmm fuck yeah <laughs> um he, he can challenge Kip to a game of Total War. Uh, that means... Uh, Is he, he going to really play like... himself Eltharian in it? Oh, but, but when they made him uh, Elf Batman. Yes, mate. 
Yeah, I think this could build up to a, uh, a selection of... Uh, we can get a bit going here because slowly Cavill will have to win over the nerdy people who he shares uh, interest with. But obviously, he ticks every elitist block, bo uh, box, basically, on nerdship. For as lovely as he is, he builds his own PCs, he plays Warhammer, he plays Total War. And you know, there, I have not seen anything negative about the Cavill. He seems lovely but all of the things he likes are those very specific grognard corner games they you know what i mean yeah uh, um, so we also yeah uh mark havel have to turn his mark of door the sigilite after a while that's how i feel his role would be his second hand man the guy oh, in the yeah. dark that's helping him yeah he becomes like the advisor the clever yeah. one. mark hamill's been through enough mark yeah. hamill knows what's going on mark yeah. hamill can distract people with voices so, so Vinnie Jones at the same point is obviously going to need to get his own team of Guy Ritchie style characters. Eddie, Eddie, yeah, yeah, he he's going to be recruiting the thugs. He's got to give the beat down to this uh, to this guy, and obviously Cavill, Cavill's going to be losing a few of these beat. Ah, oh, right, no, right. Hang on. So, yeah, this is where I I, I, I want to cut in it. So this is where we're going to do one of my favourite promos of all time. Uh, we're going to steal mercilessly. And it's the Mick Foley promo when he turns into Cactus Jack. And we're going to have Mark Hamill using the Luke Skywalker voice. And then he's going to go, <laughs> but I could bring somebody else. And then he's going to switch. And he's like, I think you know who he is. And that's when he turns into the Joker voice. And all the heels in the ring just sell it. Like, <laughs> you know, like... God has just, like, Abushi has just walked out. Yeah. Should have gone with the Riddler voice. He's a better character. <laughs> Sorry. Better, best Joker ever. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. Uh, except for maybe Cocaine Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yep. For those wonderful hour and a half. So, so yeah, we get the scare off. And so Henry's getting this beat down. And maybe he acknowledges that nerds can work together maybe maybe Lies. he should let some of these comic fans in with him maybe he should play on a console with no no <laughs> he needs to guard that gate no because no, yeah no I, I i'm with strange here because now you've got the point where they start and the nerds they're going to start bringing out I, I i wouldn't fuck about i would i wouldn't bring out people like brandon as much as i like brandon i'd be bringing out kenny miro yeah. The, the real, the re so you you play on that sort of fear. So the nerds allowed in, but only when he plays a game that isn't D and D. He'll be like, "Oh, do you want to play my fifth edition game?" And he'll be like, "Oh no, mate, we're playing a three point seven five, or we're busting out a bit of old World of Darkness." He'll be like, "World of Darkness," and Brandon'll be like, fifth edition." He's like, "No, classic." Whoa! <laughs> yeah, no. See, yeah, because I think that the nerds you bring out are Just all the bad service for you guys. You bring out the, <laughs> yeah. the Henry Cavill brings out all the real hard hitters. So you have people like Kenny, the best bout machine, Miro, who was just gonna pick you up and bite your head off and chew you. So you get and all. He's recruiting bullies like Eddie and MJF. Yeah. And then, but he doesn't just recruit like Brandon. Oh, you can recruit Brandon as your first one, but then you start bringing out people like Miro yeah. and Kenny, the ones that are like, oh, hang on a minute. Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> and plays D&D. &D. <laughs> yeah, so we get the Bullies team. Uh, <laughs> bullies team versus the nerd face team. And obviously the Bullies win just like in real life. No, <laughs> the faces. <laughs> Finally, Sorry. a true story. Finally, a true story. Bullies beat up nerds and leave happily. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. That's our celebrity death match. What did you think of it? 
Um, if you like the idea and you want us to do some more of those, uh, drop us a line, let us know. Now we're going to move on. Oh my God, it's the drop pod assault. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get on to the next. Um, now we're going to move on to our discussion. Do you want to lead this, Mr. Muir, this week, Mr. Muir, or do you want me to lead into this? You go ahead, because you are all the one that came up with this creation. This so good. Um, as Mr. Muir has been saying, so Mr. Muir is the one who comes up with our discussions every week, and every week it is getting harder and harder to come up with something new for us to discuss. That isn't just, oh, do you like this, or something boring that isn't going to actually be interesting. So, we have decided for the next few weeks, while we let the uh, the creative juices reset and give chance for some things to happen in wrestling, we are going to do some different reviews. We are going to review some of our favourite matches. We're going to give them a full review. Um, so all three of us have got to watch them. Um, I believe we're just going to pick one each to start off with, and we'll see how it goes from there. So we thought, rather than a discussion, (laughs) we're just going to quickly run through some of our favourite matches, try not to give too much away about them. Uh, Some of these will be matches that you've heard us mention before. Um, I think the first show is obvious which one it should be. Let's be honest. There's one that's been mentioned every week by Strange that he wants to talk about. So, Shall Mr. Strange, your favourite matches, as we've, we've put, we're all on the spot here because we've got to try and do this from memory yeah. as well. We haven't prepped this. This was literally before I pressed record on the podcast. We came up with this right. idea. I've got, I've got a few down. I've managed to write five down whilst we've been going, and I've tried to do them from a variety of promotions, shall we say. Uh, I have succeeded in four different promotions. Why? Uh, I'm going to work. So, uh, do you want me just to run through all of mine at once, or do you want to round rob in this? Okay, I'll just go. Uh, I think you can uh, just go with all yours at once. I'm going to actually be um, noting these down separately. All right, okay. Well, obviously, my favourite one of recent times, the one that has ruined all suspense for me in wrestling... Uh, Taking one off me already. <laughs> ...is uh, Naito versus Okada, the second it was Jay, time. I think it was Jay Wyatt that was just the better one of those nights. That's the one where he had the fall, as far as yeah. I remember. Uh, no, Ocado, it was the final where he had the fall at the last minute, but you can go for the j Watt one. Uh, yeah. Naito versus Ocado, you do need to understand the story a bit to really get it, but we'll come to that. It's the conclusion of many years of story. Uh, then we've obviously got uh, another starlet I talk about quite a lot, and and then one Nick talks about a little bit. Um, the Prime Minister of Wrestling versus uh, Stardom's very own indestructible gangly goblin. <laughs> Uh, Kagetsu versus Mayu. I'll have to pick the specific match, but their entire run of campaigns is just the best women's wrestling you'll ever see. It's phenomenal. Um, once again, from Wrestle Kingdom 13 or 12, uh, Sonada versus Zack Sabre Jr. It's the best technical wrestling you'll see. That match, uh, no, that was in the tournament. That was in the G1 last the G1, year. Yeah. It was beautiful. The sequences of just reversal, counter reversal, cat. Ca- Catch, catch, can wrestling was beautiful. It's hyper buff, handsome Japanese man versus vegan noodle, noodle. Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> beautiful. These are um, all going to be really interesting for me to review because I am going to be reviewing these blind. Yep. Uh, for the indie shitter side of me, because I don't think I'd be me if I didn't get something in there. It's got to be Chucky T versus Swoggle. I've talked about this match several <laughs> times and oh, I fucking oh, love it. Oh, this it's got match. The- it's got the best opening to a match I've ever Don't seen. Don't spoil any of it for more, please. I won't. And 
obvious that that's like a filler comedy one it's yeah. wonderful but on the indie scale nothing will beat it right um, they've had their starters they've eaten their veg what's their meat <laughs> what's their main strength it's the one we're doing next week yeah come on <laughs> and, i'm trying not to laugh it's pentagon dark versus the black Lotus. <laughs> 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 this is going to be our first one because Strangers talked about it nearly every show and we should actually explain why it's a fantastic match. I'm so looking forward. That's the only one that I've never seen. Uh, so that's one, two, three. That's five from Mr. Strange. Shit, I've got to try. So Mr. Muir, are you prepped? I don't know if I can get five then, but I'm trying to go for something that's different. Uh, a match I really like from a Cinderella card this year was... Azumi versus Starlight Kid versus Rio for the high speed belt, which I showed to Strange, which is a 20 minute yeah. ridiculous match. If you like ridiculous flippy moves, this is probably the most flippy match you'll see all year. It's ludicrous. Uh, sorry, sorry, um, sorry to cut across. Azumi, Starlight Kid, a -A and AZM, it's actually spelt as Starlight oh. Kid and yeah. Rio. Is that pronounced oh. Azumi? Yes. I've been getting for years. Yes, mate. That's how it's pronounced. I only found out because oh. I heard it on another podcast. I, I, I will be honest. Ago. I will be honest. These are all being written down phonetically, a lot of these names. Yep. Yeah, fair um, call. <laughs> I think another match we should review for old-timey stuff would be uh, Macho Man versus Steamboat 3 at WrestleMania 3. Yeah! yeah. I think that is a match that basically showed where wrestling was going to go in the next 10 to 20 years after it. Ricky the Steamboat was my granddad's favourite wrestler. Yeah, as he should be. Your granddad had good taste. Um, who else? What else? I really liked the Tam versus Julia feud this year, but I don't think that should go in. Uh, what else? God. I've just had to put a line through that one. <laughs> um, go on. You do a few and I'll keep thinking. Okay, um, so I'm I'm just not going to mess around. I'm going to go straight in with my... Oh. So, the greatest match of all time, in my opinion. The greatest WrestleMania match of all time, in my opinion. Um, so I'm going to go with Undertaker Shawn Michaels 2. Um, 26? I think so. Um, yeah. Taker Michaels. Now, the reason is because of the payoff story. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, even though, if I'm being really honest, the greatest match of all time is Taker versus Michaels 1. Um, but this is the second half of that story. So he retires him, yeah. Yeah. Um, then uh, the three-way dance from Impact, from TNA Impact. Ooh! Yeah. The three-way dance of AJ Styles uh, versus Christopher Daniels versus Samoa... Is it Samoa Joe? Yeah. 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 Versus the Samoa Joe. That is, I can just write all of their initials and I know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, versus Samoa Joe. Um, from Lucha Underground. So this one's a struggle because I can never remember. Was it the Weapons of Mass Destruction match or was it oh, the Mass Destruction? Dante I'm, Fox oh, versus. Or is it the, the Horrors of War? It's. Oh no, Weapons of Mass Destruction is with Marty the Moth, Horrors of War. Horrors of yeah, War. It's it's Horrors of War. Yeah. It's Dante Fox um, versus uh, Killshot. Killshot, that's it, yeah. Um, Horrors of War. Um, 
my favourite hardcore match, or one of my favourite hardcore brilliant. matches. It was fucking horrendous, that match. Um, then, uh, my next pick is... Oh. It's going to get Phil in at some point. Yeah, where's Phil? We haven't heard Phil yet. Um, my, my next... Oh, I'm, I'm really torn on which NXT match to do. Fair enough, carry on then. Um, get your film match in. So yeah, the obvious one. Yeah, the obvious one is CM Punk versus John Cena at Money in the Bank. Okay, cool. Uh, That one is that one is about the story as much as anything else. Yeah, I have written down Cena versus Phil just because I hope it makes you a little bit angry at (laughs) home. Bother me, Um, (laughs) John Cena at the Money in the Bank. Um, That's four, and my number five. The match wasn't good, but the payoff. I'm going to have to go with Sasha Banks um, versus Bailey, and it'll be the one where Bailey won the title. I I will check which one it is. It'll be the one where the again, it's the culmination of the story. Yeah, fair. And I wanted to get a women's match in in my a Western women's match and one of my favourites. Well, I just so think with Japanese women, they so can that's, wrestle better. That's, that's my five. Um, we will really see after I've watched Stardom. <laughs> I, think we need, well, I don't think we need five each at all. Yeah, these are my top five matches. Yeah, we will yeah. pick some of them to watch. Chucky e. T versus Zack Sabre Noodle. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> one's great. PWG title challenge. Oh, we really should match. review. You know, we really should review... Um, is it Akada versus the blow-up doll? Um, uh, both Ibushi and Kenny have fought yeah, the blow-up doll. Oh, it's doll. Ibushi. Yeah. <laughs> we probably should review that. We should review a Golden Lovers match. We really should. Pick they one. Pick, pick your favourite. I'll have to f- figure out the names yeah. of the I was tempted to have the... I think it's the most recent one when they hugged at the end, when they went back to being the Golden Lovers. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that. And the Bucks came out and it was all... And I really enjoyed that match. I'm writing down Chucky T versus Jack Sabre Jr. Peter. Be one of my choices. <laughs> I'll happily take that as so, one of my choices. So Chucky... That's the coolest thing I've ever seen done by a heel in a title match. Yeah. By Jack S. Jr. Uh, just... Yeah, uh, I think it's a PWG title match. It's a PWG I think it... title match. I remember watching it. Um... Which Lucha Underground match? I think maybe Phoenix versus Milmuerte's Grave Consequences was yeah. one of my favourites. Oh, yeah. From the Mil. Coffin matches. The Coffin matches. Is it, is it Grave Consequences? Yeah, yeah Grave, grave Consequences. consequences. Yeah, if, that one. Listeners, if you have never seen Milmuertes, <laughs> just, <laughs> just Google him. There is no power slam I have seen that is as fast and as snappy as his, especially from a man of his mass. Beautiful. Yeah. Fucking hench. Ricky Banderas, I want to say? Yes, Ricky Banderas. Ricky, yeah. So, um... Don't know fuck all about WWE or modern wrestling, but you want to talk about random Mexican wrestling <laughs> indie shit? You are short on one. If you can come up with one more match that you love, Muir, we've actually managed to list five each. Off the top of our heads. I'm trying to think now. Uh, what... I love you can the... pick another Weeb Woman's match. We'll allow I... it. No, no. Got... Um, I'm going to pick Pack versus Kenny Omega Iron Man match. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go for an AEW match because I fucking love that match. They're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> 
the show we review. How dare he yeah. like one from it? <laughs> and that, that was before we started. I, I was so I was tempted to throw. I, I, there was a part of me that wanted to throw mm. the um, the boneyard match in. Um, but I, I would have like, thrown we, we in did, the boneyard match. We did. Match we did if you but, throw in the boneyard match. Um, but you know we we. Um, we had a chance. We did a show. I think yeah. Pack and Kenny was pre us starting the show as well, so we've never reviewed it. Yeah, it was. So yeah, that makes sense. So um, there you have it. So that's just us reeling off a bunch of our favourite matches at you. And uh, so you've just heard a lot of names. Uh, give you an idea of some stuff that's coming up. Um, also, look them up. They're give, well yeah, worth it. And get, get yourself. Get mine. yourself get yourselves a head start you can uh, go and look a couple of those up and be ready to uh, for when we review them that's our show for the week uh, we are wrestle opinionated um on youtube anchor.fm and spotify i want to say thank you to anchor.fm for hosting the podcast over to you mr muir thank you very much for listening to our ramblings today it's been great fun if you want to send anything to us please send it into wrestle opinionated at gmail.com Wrestle OP on Facebook and Wrestle OP One on Twitter. Over to you, Strange. Please like, share, subscribe, click the bell button. Remember, we are on YouTube and there's an algorithm. Yeah, cheers Beep for listening. Boop. Beep boop, fuck you. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Do like, share, subscribe, do all the normal stuff, just in a less soulless corporate way. Click whatever the upvote button is on Spotify and such like. Pass it on to your friends who like wrestling. Get your friends to watch wrestling. Make them listen to us. And watch the back listen. And watch all the matches we just just suggested, especially mine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Or Morg. And in honour, I think, of Kenny this week, uh, to sign off, I think it's going to be good night and goodbye, kiss, good night, bang.